Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to take a look at four habits keeping us stuck in anxious behaviors. And these four habits are negative self-talk, expectations, shoulds, and taking things personally. And so if we can take a look at these anxious thinking roots, we are going to be able to dig them out because these are just habits, thinking habits. And so it's at the root that we want to put our effort because otherwise we're just distracting. And just like those dandelions in the front yard, um, our efforts, just pulling them out or clipping them off doesn't work they're still popping up in other places. So let's see if we can't dig out some of these roots of these habits that are keeping us stuck in anxious behaviors. The first one I want to chat up is um, negative self-talk. You know, we might not think that we talk bad to ourselves, but I have a feeling that most of us do. It's a habit. And we can actually reduce the amount of negative self-talk by being aware of it, by actually being able to see what it is that we're saying to ourselves. And number one, turn it around, make a choice that I can think that or I can think something else. And what's something else that you can think? You can think something positive because there very well may be a place for you to be able to flip it right over. Don't have to be thinking the negative piece. And if that isn't true, if you can't come up with a positive for the same kind of situation that you are in, you can come up with something neutral. And a good thing to do is to actually put this stuff down, write it out. Maybe you can't remember at the end of the day, the negative self-talk that you had, but if you can remember in the moment and actually put it down on a piece of paper or put it down in your phone and let that be there until the end of the day and then see if you can flip them around, you're going to be able to see that you didn't need to go so hard on yourself Maybe you have a negative self-talk about work, something at work, a project that needed to get done. I should have done it faster. I should have gotten it done sooner. I'm terrible at this piece of my work. 
I'm probably going to upset a lot of people. I don't know why I do this all the time. What's wrong with me? We can really be negative saying all of those things. And instead, when you write all that down, and at the end of the day, you want to turn some of those over and say, but I actually finished the project. I've done a lot of these type of things before. I'm actually getting better at this. I'm still not perfect with it, but I'm getting better. We want to be able to see ourselves as being in a process of life, not trying to all of a sudden, out of nowhere, be at the standard of perfection, because that doesn't exist. And even if you were to get to perfection, you would not be able to stay there. Then your new worries and your negative self-talk would be around falling off of perfection. So let it be. See what you did accomplish, what you are getting better at. And if you can't come up with positives, maybe you can come up with neutrals. So just try to jot those down and see if at the end of the day, if you can't turn some of them around. The reason why it's good to have those on paper so that you can see them is the next time this type of thinking, this line of negative self-talk begins to arise, you will be able to remember that you turned it around before and that you are not required to beat yourself up, that you can actually go to neutral or you can go to the positive side of what you are accomplishing and what you are doing. You don't have to stay in that negative self-talk rut. You have a choice. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The second one that I want to talk about is expectations. Now we all have expectations. We all have things that we want to be done either for us or behaviors we want others to show to us. And what we the problem we get into with with expectations is the risk of disappointment when this can set us up for being afraid of being disappointed so 
this gets us anxious, right? This is something that makes us feel bad about ourselves uh, when we're afraid of being disappointed. And so we don't do what we could because we don't want to be disappointed. What we need to remember in this lifetime is that we can have desires, we can work towards goals. We all do that. It's necessary. We put one foot in front of the other and we do the best we can. Yet what we need to accept is that we are letting go of the outcome. We are not having an expectation of perfection at the outcome. We are doing our best even if it's something that we want to receive from someone else, a behavior, we expect someone to treat us in a particular way, we can let that person know what we expect, what we have been desiring, what we would like to see from them, and then we drop it. We let go of the outcome because we have no more power there. It's now in the hands of the other person. And if we can let go of the outcome, our risk of being disappointed is reduced greatly. And so this helps us to be able to do more, to be more engaged with others and letting them know our feelings, to be more engaged in our work and our healing because we're doing the best we can, and then we're just letting it go. We're letting go of the outcome. We do not have a particular expectation. That habit keeps us anxious and acting in anxious ways because we think we have to control everything then. And we're tightened up with that. And that keeps us in an anxious way. And then we add more fuel to the fire. Every time we have an anxious behavior, we're adding fuel to the fire. So we want to break these habits so that we can move away from these anxious behaviors and begin to heal. Another one, the third one that I want to talk about is the shoulds. And we all know these things. We've all talked about these things before, but we may not have looked at them through the lens of our anxiety, how these things are playing into us feeling more fear or more stress in our days. So let's see how should might play into this. Telling ourselves that we should do something is a great opportunity to stop have the awareness of, I just used the word should, and ask yourself, who is it that is saying I should? Again, these are very old habits. We don't know when they even started, but ask yourself, where is that coming from? Who, who is it that is saying that I should? Is it just an old critical voice in your head? Is it um, your inner parent? Is it your parent from your childhood's voice, that old tape playing? Is it a spouse or a boss? Is it society? Get clear on who exactly is doing this shoulding. Who has given you this idea? Maybe it's just you. Maybe you have high expectations, like we just talked about. You're putting this on yourself. Do the best you can with what you have and let go of the outcome. 
Even if someone is expecting something of you, you will do what you can. And then you do not need to carry, you do the work, you do the hard part, you do the work, you put one foot in front of the other, you do what is required. And then when it is done, it is done. We don't need to carry that whole idea with us, the expectations and the shoulds with us. That's where we get into feeling incomplete, that we're feeling less than, that we're feeling stuck, and we are fueling our anxious, anxious behaviors. Take some time to check in with yourself and see if there's something that you want to do versus should do blindly or out of habit. So every time should comes up, you can say to yourself, wait a minute, can I turn that around? Do I want to do this? because you very well may want to do it. And the word want is just got so much more energy and life in it than should, right? Should just feels like it feels low. It feels heavy. It feels like someone else is controlling us. But if you can turn your shoulds into wants, you are going to give your day a like a, a lift of energy and a lift of good feelings versus feeling like you're being led around or told what to do. Run those things through your own filters. Like I said, they're old habits and we can turn them around. Little t- tiny adjustments here and there can make a world of difference and turn around what we are doing that that is keeping us stuck to having it be leading us to more freedom and more clarity and getting us out of the anxiety, adrenaline, anxiety loop. The fourth one that I want to talk about is taking things personally. And this is another one that is a habit. And we've probably learned it early on. This was a tough one for me. You know, I I remember taking a lot of things personally. Well, one way to get over that is to go online, (laughs) to have a, a presence online and to be getting mail from all kinds of people all over the world that maybe do or don't like what you're doing. And you learn to run things through your own filter. And so one of the great places to learn about not taking things personally is uh, from Don Miguel Ruiz's The Four Agreements. If you haven't read it, uh, you may want to get it. It's a nice small book that is straight to the point and uh, maybe one that you want to keep handy as a reminder. And I don't remember which of the agreements, it might be the fourth, is uh, not to take things personally. Don Miguel Ruiz says, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. I'd really like you to take that to heart to really feel that nothing others do is because of you. And just think of all the hardship that causes us, all the stress that when we think that what other people are doing is because of us, that adds so much stress to our lives. Of course, we would begin to feel anxious. Of course, we would be stuck. But this is a habitual thought 
This is a habit that we are playing out over and over again. And how do we stop habits? We stop them by becoming aware. So take a conscious look at um, your thinking habits. And with our thinking, we can open the doors to freedom. When we begin to not be acting out of habit, we or reaction is another way of saying it, right? We want to be able to be responding, not reacting. Habits are great when they help us, and so many habits do help us. Our subconscious behaviors really make life easy. We don't have to think about how to tie our running shoes in the morning, right? We just, it's subconscious, it's automatic, it's a habit. But when they don't help us, they can be really be dragging us down and keeping us with more stress just those little pieces of stress and all of it matters. And these are places that you actually have control. So clear them out by being more conscious, more awake, and more aware. And now for today's quote. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a behavior. And that's from Aristotle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 